Kicking, screaming, and almost certainly limping, we've made it to week three of the fantasy football season. Just exactly who is active for the San Francisco 49ers? Can we expect Devontae Adams to play on on Sunday night against the Saints? Is anybody going to be missing from the titanic clash of the Chiefs and Ravens for Monday night? We've got all of that and more. Let's run up the score. That rhymes. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. You. And Tom, make sure you unmute yourself. I think I did. boy. Hey, everybody. Tom was doing some last-minute research before the episode started. He got it done. Clutch as always. That's what we love about Tom. Yeah, and that's hopefully what... Just some over-unders. You know, I wasn't slacking. Yeah. I actually brought the fantasy goods this week. Yes. Yeah, it does look like you brought some some fire to the dock this yes. week, Tom. Good job. Uh, quite the week, I'm sure, in everybody's leagues for auction budgeting uh, for waivers. I uh, was the recipient of some very interesting tactics, and I somehow landed Mike Davis in an RB needy team that I have. Uh, got him in a couple leagues, actually, so I'm feeling uh, feeling positive. Yeah, Ready to roll. So did I. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how long Mike Davis lasts, right? Hey, listen, <laughs> listen. All we can do, all we can do is roll him out there and pray to God they don't yes. get hurt. Yeah. Hope and he's they will. The, he's been in the NFL a long time, so he's lasted in, in that regard. There you go. Journeyman. Just like myself. <laughs> it's funny. He's he, I we we're like already getting into a preview, but he's like the kind of guy who wins you a league in week seventeen kind of thing, and it's happening in week three. I was thinking about that today. A wild drop appears. Might as well get into it then, right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to wax poetic even again and say, who knows who will be saving our leagues in week seventeen at this point or week sixteen at this yeah. point. But uh, this are week, they? <laughs> they're not yeah, even on the radar. They're not even on the radar. But Mike, I was going to say, are they even on a team right now? The guys who are going to save us in week seventeen? Maybe. No, because I think the answer is no. It's not guaranteed that they're ever on a team. So right now, probably yeah. not. You know, Tim Hightower <laughs> comes to mind, fresh off the couch. He was always a hero of that. Uh, Mike Davis, though, Anderson, fifty-two hundred dollars in DraftKings, six hundred six. That's not, if it was six hundred, that'd be a really great deal. Six thousand no dollars on FanDuel. Um, if it works out, this is the cheapest you're going to get. And Mike Davis yeah. is a guy who actually can catch the ball. So the price on DraftKings is pretty enticing. Um, if you're in a big tournament, though, or something like that, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be all over the place. Um, yeah. But if you need someone to round it out in that middle tier of pricing, look no further than Mike Davis. Um, is it the dream matchup? No, but it's a nice price. And like I said, you're not going to get him like this again. He's been in the league. People don't know who this is. He's been in the league for a long time. This guy has hundreds of NFL carries to his name. He is a justifiable NFL running back, and he's going to go out there and try to prove his mettle. uh, Those of you who listened to Run Up the Score, one of our very first episodes of season three was the Dynasty Rookie Draft, and I drafted him in the first round because he was playing for the Bears. I wrote an article about Mike Davis, too, and... What I thought he was, he, he had a very for the interesting Bears, late game or late season. Maybe we'll see what he does for the, for the Seahawks. Panthers. So, all right, 
Let's roll into it. We're previewing week three. Uh, we're going to do the four o'clock games first because the Panthers Chargers game is the first of the four o'clock slate. Uh, we also have another scroll down. Don't play it again. Yeah. Um, Josh Kelly. And here's the point that we've gotten to with Josh Kelly for the for the Chargers, who plays the Panthers defense, who's just given it up to any running back they've played. Josh Jacobs with a 30 burger against them. And I believe yeah. they played the Bucks, who let up. 220 spots to or two double digit performances to Leonard Fournette, who almost had a 30 burger, and Ronald Jones, yeah. who had his best game out of the last two seasons, I think. Yeah. So and he's getting a lot of work. Like he, he, Josh Kelly's top 10 in the NFL and carries this year. So the Chargers are running the ball a ton. Uh, the matchup is there for him. So just don't be afraid of him. He's yeah. 5,000 on DraftKings. I think that's just because his reception floor is really low, but. 5,000 on DraftKings for a guy who might score two touchdowns against a, in a really easy matchup. Say I'm all in on that, and he just barely sneaks under our uh, borderline for a scroll down on FanDuel as well at 59,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had uh, I had some guys who kind of uh, flirt, flirted with the line, let's call it. Right. Uh, but I'm I'm using this guy that I'm picking, and you'll we'll find out about him a little later to make a point. But um, for the for the Panthers, we've talked about this. Are we ready to say there's no one that you could start Robbie Anderson over unless you're super duper loaded at wide receiver that we'd be like, well, I actually That's have a, a, uh, a drop for this. Shut it down. Oh, it's along the same lines as Robbie Anderson. I'm shutting down DJ Moore. Uh, I know this is kind of a risky shutdown. And obviously with the, with the uh, injury history or with the injury status of all these guys in the NFL, like I get it. If you have to play DJ Moore. But this is probably the first time in his career that he's going to be the focal point uh, for the defense. Yeah. And he happens to do that against one of the best secondaries in the league and one of the best defenses really in the league. So I would be nervous uh, if I had DJ Moore and where I have Robbie Anderson, I'm not playing him this week. Interesting. Okay. I I was kind of like full systems ahead for Robbie just because of, I guess, how how much we've always loved him on this show. Uh, so I'm glad you brought that up, Scott. It's Thank not, you. Yeah, it's, it's really not a good matchup. And yep. the first game without Christian McCaffrey is going to be tough for them. True. Yeah, you, you barely see Tyreek Hill squeak out a good game, right? So Robbie Anderson, even though he's his stature is a little different, he kind of plays a similar game. So unless yeah. he can break free and somersault into the end zone as well, uh, I don't know. Because Robbie's he, he's good, but he's no Tyreek Hill. I think there's only one guy who's like Tyreek Hill. Unfortunately, <laughs> and that's Hollywood Brown. Hey, nice. There you go, Tom. There you go. <laughs> On the same wavelength, I will say uh, there's one thing giving me pause with Josh Kelly, and, and it's not much because I literally, in a standard league, I'm considering starting him at my flex over Odell Beckham Jr. in that league. So, like, I'm all in on him. The one thing that may give you pause Justin Jackson expected to be active for the first time this season for the Chargers. Do they ease him in? If so, Josh yeah. Kelly is a fearless start. If it's a good matchup to give someone who hasn't played a lot some reps, absolutely, definitely absolutely a confidence terrible. boosting uh, game. But I, if I were them, I would be I would be ready to ride Josh Kelly. Yeah. He's looked really good. He really has. Uh, we'll move on to the next game at the four o'clock slate. It's Jets Colts. Uh, this game being played in Indianapolis. Uh, I believe uh, we have so probably have some drops for this. Stinker for me, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. Uh, Tom, this must be a very low over-under because we know that that's how you base these picks uh, <laughs> when we make them. So what is the total for Jets-Colts? 
Um, it's low. It's not quite as low as okay. some of the other ones, but um, there was another low one was actually Texans uh, Steelers. And for me, just okay. looking at it through like a fantasy lens, I think Texans Steelers has a lot more fantasy capability uh, than Jets Colts. I mean, think about who you're putting out there this week, right? Unless it's Jonathan Taylor, who is it? Maybe Mo Alley Cox on a cheap deal, but we've seen a lot of tight ends that are usable right now, and I'd feel a little bit more yeah. comfortable with a lot of other ones there too. The Jets side of the ball, who are you going to play? Absolutely no one. How could you possibly? Agreed. <laughs> Cold side of the ball, Paris Campbell, IR, Jack Doyle, hurt. You know, I, I, you could play Phil and you could play Jonathan Taylor, but even Phil yeah, is a even, risk. Even Phil is a risk with the, with the run heavy. Shut it down. And we have a shut it down. But yeah, I Scott. mean, I'm, the Colts just showed you what they're going to do when they get the lead and they're going to run the ball with Jonathan Taylor and not use Naheem Hines. Uh, this seems like that, that Jordan type Wilkins of game. Jordan Wilkins, too, got some burn against yeah, the Vikings. It seems like that type of game, again, where they're not going to really have a reason to use Naheem Hines. Unless Naheem Hines strikes early in this game, I don't know if he's going to strike at all. Uh, he's still really cheap on daily, 5,300 on FanDuel and 4,800 on DraftKings. I would go elsewhere this week because I do think that they're going to get up big and they're going to ride Taylor just like last week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... There's no one you can even think about starting on the Jets at this point. Like, I'm, and we have we have uh, we have Mo Ali Cox as the official stream. Uh, oh yeah, well, or he's not he's not an official stream. We're I think we're still he's certainly in consideration. He's, he's definitely on the radar. Well, it, when he's you look at our official streams, on ESPN. Scott, that's exactly what I was just going to point out. On our official streams, we could lower the the litmus to like twenty because we have. Um, I'm I'm gonna gonna spoil all the names. But if you go by Yahoo and ESPN, let's say we could lower it to 30% as the limit, right? So when you're looking at the right. tight end landscape, there's a bunch of guys who are going to be 60, 70% owned. So even when we mention the official stream, we're talking dire straits. Um, yeah. There are guys that are like 60% owned that are really going to turn in a good performance for you. And I actually might do some side research while we record and add a name to the contention of that. We're yeah, recording this on Wednesday, September 23rd. Jack Doyle not in practice. The Jets just let up two touchdowns to backup tight end Jordan Reed of the San Francisco 49ers. This might be a pretty big layup Kinda if you can pick up Mo Alley Cox on the waiver wire uh, to just plug and play if Jack Doyle's out because it does seem like he's got Phillip Rivers' eye. He played basketball in college. I don't know if anybody's told you guys <laughs> that yet. Uh, he was very he was on a very good Virginia Commonwealth team, uh, led, of course, by the fearless Shaka Smart. Um Neither here nor there. We predict a big win for the Colts, which could mean an ugly game. And like, it's basically just which one of us gets to pick the Jets game for stinker of the week moving forward until yeah. they get Le'Veon Bell and Jamison Crowder back. Jets and the Giants. It's it's dark times here in the yeah. New York. I didn't New even Jersey have to area. pick the Giants this week. No, I was so all that was that, that was awesome. I appreciate that, Scotty. All right, we move on to Lions Cardinals. And Tom, you have identified this as your shootout of the week. <laughs> And that must mean the over-under is pretty damn high. It's pretty damn high. And you know what? Uh, Kyler Murray must have a lot to do with that. Also, Kyler the team, brings the points. Yeah. And the teams that just went out and slaughtered uh, Detroit. Green Bay got a pick six, so you take a possession away. Otherwise, Rodgers was easily going to be in the 20s. And um, 
the other opponent that they had, Mitch. It was Mitch Watch. Mitch Watch went yes. extremely well into into the twenties there too. So if you've got those two guys getting in the, in the twenty point range, where Rogers is certainly not a guarantee anymore, and Kyler's averaging close to a thirty burger, I think yeah. he's. I think he might be averaging thirty. He's going to Burgersville this week. Um, I think you're going to see a strong performance. I think you're going to see a lot of points on the board. Both these defenses have not been amazing. And uh, the odds makers agree that it's a load amount. And we might even have Kenny Galladay for the first time. And if we do, then it's hey, Marvin, then it might be nice. Marvin Jones watch at that point. Yeah. Why are we calling it Mitch watch instead of Mitchapalooza? <laughs> Mitchapalooza is what happens when Mitch watch ends. Like Mitchapalooza was the fourth quarter of that Lions Bears game. Yeah, so maybe now it, is it officially Mitchapalooza because he doesn't even have a bad matchup this week. I he's was gonna say oh, he's, he's on the radar this week. Oh, for he's sure. absolutely on the radar. Okay, it's Mitchapalooza. Who are we paying up for? 20. Oh, it's got to be it's got to be Hopkins, isn't it? I'm paying up for Kenyon Drake. Oh, uh, and he's sneakily not really that expensive. He's 6,500 on Fanduel and 6,000 on DraftKings. Uh, Aaron Jones just eviscerated this defense on the ground and through the air. And a nice little dual threat running back can really he do some damage like against them. He only had 226 total yards. And three touchdowns. But Is that good? Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Oh. And, you know, I don't I don't necessarily expect all that for Kenyon Drake, but it's a great matchup, and he gets a lot of work. So mm-hmm. at that price, I think that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're not even really a payout. There's no piece of this Cardinals offense, especially this three-headed monster of Kyler Kenyon and DeAndre Hopkins, that I wouldn't that I would hate being in anybody's uh, lineups, especially DraftKings where it's full point PPR. DeAndre Hopkins, the most targeted player in the league right now. Um, you know, it's 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 all systems go for this Cardinals offense until further we notice. A, we got a yeah. ton of them. Especially yeah. when they're playing crappy defenses like the Come Lions. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Uh, can you sneak the Cardinals defense in here? I've been dropping them, actually. Um, they're like 40% owned. Uh it's a possibility. They get a lot of sacks. And for that reason, uh, you know, in this game that, that Tom said, you know, there should be a lot of possessions and, you know, the ball should be moving pretty quickly. There's mm-hmm. a lot of chances for you to get some turnovers, get some sacks, and and kind of sneak into a decent defensive score. I thought, can I, not my proudest moment. I thought this was going to be something about Logan Thomas because these are the two other teams in the NFL that Logan Thomas has played for. Right. So I was like, well, Logan Thomas already? We're bringing him up? Oh, he's coming up soon. I'm sure he is. And I was uh, going to say, the odds makers agree with me on one more thing. DeAndre Hopkins is the number one wide receiver in daily fantasy, um, like I talked about on the last episode. So I think he, he he truly is the number one option. So you can't go wrong if you can make a cheap I mean, lineup using some of the suggestions here. DeAndre Hopkins is a full send. I mean, all, Aaron Rodgers spent all of last Sunday picking on Jeff Akuda. How about a, how about a full send on a uh, – just absolute cardinal stack with Kyler, Kenyon Drake, and DeAndre Hopkins. Are they going to put up thirty against Each? this Lions team? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, as a team, like in actual real life points. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. because the over unders like in the fifties. Let's call it fifty five. Then I think you can take them, and they're probably going to win. Yeah. So there you go. You stack. Can. Yeah. Last four o'clock game before we go back in time and and get to Thursdays. Slugfest, uh, Buccaneers Broncos. I have one of my payups, or actually my number one payup and only payup. Uh, Mike Evans. And if you want to throw Godwin in there, do it. I don't trust Godwin just because he's he's missed a week coming off a concussion. 
you know, we, we've talked so many times about how those th- kinds of things can snowball. And if he, I don't want any, I don't want to say Godwin and have him flare up tomorrow and he gets made inactive, but Mike Evans is going against a Broncos secondary. That's lost their top corner and their top two safeties. Like this is a home run pick. He's the deep route guy. We know that they're not going to, according to Bruce Arians, you know that they're not going to go to Gronk too much. That means that Mike Evans is the number one red zone target. As How if much are we paying any for, for him, Don? Well, we're paying seventy seven hundred in Fanduel, and we're going and we're getting a pretty nice price sixty eight hundred in DraftKings, which is a lot lower than it should be. Pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, sixty eight hundred is is pretty good deal, yeah. especially because he had almost hundred yards and or he did have hundred yards in the yeah. touchdown, I believe, last week. Uh, speaking of which, I'm just pulling up the prices on Godwin. He is a little bit more expensive than Mike Evans, seventy nine hundred on Fanduel. And he is also oh, so close to having this time perfectly. Uh, he's right below Evans at 6,700 on DraftKings. Sorry about the delay. That's not too and bad. The dead air. Yeah, that was pretty quick. Don't worry about that. We've, we've had dead air longer you than just that. Gonna go, uh, uh, shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Who's shutting down? Oh, I have. this is a shutdown for me, too. Uh, and Tom, yep. So yeah, go ahead, I am. Uh, oh, did we shut down the same guy? Nope. Oh, good. I'm shutting down Melvin Gordon. Uh, he is at 5,800 on DraftKings, 6,500 on FanDuel. You've seen for two weeks straight now what the Bucks defense has done to two very good running backs. Christian McCaffrey bails you out with you know a bunch of catches and you know that late touchdown that when the here's my fear with the, with the guy with, with Melgo though, and I will say this, and I I'm, I'll say it with confidence because I know that you'll agree. What happened to the running back position last week was absolute carnage, and. There's a really good chance there is no way you have a better option than Melvin Gordon. That's fair. To start this week. That's he's, fair. He's going to get 20 touches in this offense. Yes, it's a offense with Jeff Driscoll and who knows what else in it, but he's going to get the ball 20 times. So if you're, you know, if you're desperate, I, I don't think that he's a bad start, but it is a pretty bad matchup. I am not expecting Melvin Gordon to play very well. He's going to get spelled by Royce Freeman. You know, we're, we're not Lindsay's. Probably out at least this week and next week, but yeah. you know, I just I don't see it. And it's it's a guy who, yes, he may cross the painted line, but this is not a guy who I see getting to that you know hundred, hundred fifty total yards mark. Oh, and agreed. That's when you really have the big weeks. And you know, if you're looking for a big week, it's not going to come from Melvin Gordon this week. But yeah, like I said, you, you just might not have another guy. They didn't really adjust his price. Like last week, he didn't have a great matchup, and I brought that up. But I thought, you know, the price was good enough for the to roll him out there, and he scores on a receiving touchdown. And uh, they didn't really, they didn't really hike him up. And Philip Lindsay narrowly escapes IR. I'm not saying that it's a bad shutdown, Don. I think if you have better options, go with him. But he is um, also playing with a backup quarterback this week, right? Yeah, yeah they're going to try to shut. They're going to lock the box. I'm surprised they didn't. Uh, they didn't boost him up a little. They didn't put any respect yeah. on his name. Someone, well, I think that goes to show that uh, you know they don't think that Melvin Gordon's going to have that good of a week either. Yeah. yeah, someone who's got no respect on their name anymore is who I'm shutting down. Ronald Jones. Um, you look at it, you see, oh, you know, he got me nine points each week, depending on your format, and you're right. thinking, you know, that's good enough for an RB two. I'll load him out there. He's not even an RB two anymore. He's actually coming in at RB twenty nine. No. And that is with the carnage included, guys. So, you know, Saquon is below that, right? A lot of these guys are registering below that. But that's not because Ronald Jones is especially useful. He's actually doing 
not so great. He went from 17 carries in week one to seven carries in week two. He definitely got outshined by Leonard Fournette. So I think we're going to see that that uh, that point total be nine or lower. I think that's something we're going to get used to. He, nine would be a good game for Ronald Jones, and it is a good game for Ronald Jones because last week he had a touchdown to get him up to nine. Ladies and gentlemen, that touchdown is worth six points, right? So otherwise he turned it out for you completely. When I yep. bring up who my plum pick is, it's going to show the stark contrast of the prices and the running back, like uh, current running back position, you know, RB, whatever. He's $5,000 right. on DraftKings, 5600 on FanDuel, and I will prove to you with a very slight adjustment for my plum pick, there are better bets out there. All right. Let's uh, let's go back to the Thursday night game, boys. It's a turquoise bowl. The Dolphins and the Panthers. Or sorry, the Dolphins and the Jaguars in Florida, where they, uh, I believe Come the Jags are going to have boys. fans. The water is fine. Should we do the bagpipes for this? I could, yeah. Because <laughs> we have to say goodbye to a dear, dear friend. No Ooh. one's hurt. It's just the last week that we can probably stream Gardner Minshew. And he's absolutely the official stream. He sneaks under 42% ESPN, 47% on Yahoo. This guy has six touchdowns over the first two weeks, and he gets Miami, who is getting blasted through the air. This is an and absolute has already let up two rushing dream matchup. To I'll throw another one out there for you if, if Minshew's owned. Go ahead and take Fitzmagic. 3% owned on ESPN and 5% owned on Yahoo. He's, he's lining up for a big game as well, I think. I think so, and I think that you picked Fitzpatrick, Scott, because we have another drop coming for this game. Uh, you're feeling a little, little something for Devontae Parker this week. I can feel it down in my plums. Yeah, we're firing off the drops right now. I'm loving it. Uh, Devontae Parker is not playing against an elite corner this week, guys. He's 6,600 on FanDuel, and he's only 5,900 on DraftKings. Not to say that he's even played bad over the first two weeks because he has not at all. And I think that just goes to show that, you know, when he gets the opportunity to face a matchup that isn't absolutely elite, he's probably a must start. And I think that people are looking at the rosters this week and probably saying, oh, you know, Devontae Parker, he's kind of struggled, you know, in their eyes. He hasn't really gone off, hasn't had that big pop game yet. But maybe they don't really realize that he's faced a lot of good cornerbacks and, you know, good defenses. So now he gets the Jags in an absolute cupcake. And I think he's going to go absolutely buck wild. He's a complete must start. And if people have forgotten about that, let's let's bring that back to the forefront. You know, uh, another plum pick I have too is James Robinson. Like if you pick this guy up, this is the week to start him. Miami's been getting killed on the ground. They're not a very good defense. And in a short week, it's not like they're going to thrust some new running back in into the mix. Like James Robinson's going to be a lock for another huge workload. And because of that, I think he's like a top twenty play at running back this week. I'm starting James Robinson over David Johnson this week in a standard in a half PPR league. And like uh, he's in the flex consideration for me in that same league where I said I was considering uh, benching jo- uh, Odell Beckham for Josh Kelly. I have him in that league right. as well. Really don't know what to do with that flex spot. It helps that I'm flushed with, you know, Zeke, Aaron Jones, Julio and Mike Evans. Yeah, if you above start, those guys if you survived but, the injuries, maybe you don't play James Robinson this week. But I think by the end of Thursday night. Uh, the people who have their shares of James Robinson are going to be feeling really good. Yeah, I agree. Nothing wrong with that matchup right there. I would go with James Robinson as well over David Johnson. David Johnson probably narrowly escapes being a shutdown this week. Um, he easily I could ha- have been. 
I had yeah. him as a shutdown, but then like went through the like the same kind of thought process I had with Melvin Gordon. Like Duke Johnson probably what isn't going to play in this game. What do you possibly have? Like David Johnson's not going to leave the field. No, there's a good chance he has the same game that Melvin Gordon did against Pittsburgh, which yeah. caught him a two or three yard touchdown and gave him you know like almost a hundred total yards. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep it brief. Um, I think Minshew's going to play really well. Like we like like we said. The Miami um, secondary actually has a few injuries to it right now. Keelan Cole, forty one hundred dollars on DraftKings and fifty eight hundred dollars on FanDuel. And Good call time. Yeah, I mean he has a touchdown in each week so far. Right, bring his price up. <laughs> you know, yeah. If, right? if we're gonna keep getting Minshew touchdowns three a game and doesn't look like it's gonna stop here, I think Keelan Cole could uh, pen his name on one. And if you're thinking of Chenault, Chenault's a good play too, but he's actually more expensive than Keelan Cole. So Keelan Cole coming in as the cheapest reliable option, I think the stars align to to play him this week. Yeah, I like that got, a lot, Tom. He's gotten a good target share. He scored a touchdown in two weeks. 4,100 on DraftKings is just disrespectful. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I, I can't believe it. Like, Scott, you suggested that I p- pick him up in my uh, my infamous guillotine league. Where I survived yet another week. Uh, yeah, I was like, scrolling through he's trying old. to find some. Deep, he's out. He's not out there. Guys. It's good, yeah. Good on whoever picked him up. I was able to get Brian Edwards this week, and I'm happy about that. I think uh, you know he had an interesting showing along with the rest of the Raiders uh, on Monday night, which we didn't cover on Tuesday. Traquan Smith might be a good ask for that league if you didn't scoop. True, he played very well. Uh, we'll move on. Starting with the Sunday one o'clock. So remind me that we don't have to do the four o'clock. If I forget, guys, uh, this might be the stinkiest game of the year. Uh, coming up, it's Giants 49ers. I know, I think, Scott, you had it as your stinker. Yeah, league. all right. I'll see you guys there. I mean, this is... I, We're not even taking the, yeah. the 35 to 45-minute drive over to MetLife. We're not <laughs> seeing you there. No, no way we're going to this one. No way, think, no way Red Zone's going to this one. I you know, actually think you can games. the Giants defense in this one, man. Uh, I looked at Nick Mullins' like, career starts. He's only got one full game that he played where he didn't turn the ball over. And that's the one game that he came in and everyone thought he was like, you know, they were making the first jokes. Game he ever played, Raiders. Basically. Yeah, where they were like, oh, uh, Belichick traded him so he could bury others or Jimmy G on the depth chart. Like yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. But obviously we know Jimmy G is the better option. Mullins after that game was a turnover machine. And, you know, the odds makers say the line's going to be low. Scott says it's a stinker. It's Don says it's the stinker of the year. I think you get away with the Giants defense. I mean – You've got the Giants playing their first game without Saquon Barkley. Sterling Shepard's on IR for the, at least the next three weeks. Darius Slayton didn't show us much in his absence. Golden Tate has been up and down. You've got the and Niners, who are probably going to hold yeah. out George Kittle, who probably could have played, but they're so pissed off about the they're turf situation in that life. The, uh, the streamer, uh, the same deal kind of applies for Jordan Reed, although yeah. he scored both his touchdowns with Jimmy G on the field, so... You know, if it's going to be uh, Mullins at quarterback, which we all believe that it is, I'm not anywhere near as excited for Jordan Reed as I was, let's say, last week. Yeah. But uh, this game's going to absolutely stink out loud. Uh, I can't imagine playing anyone besides, like, maybe Jarek McKinnon, mm-hmm. which is weird. You know, like, I don't even know if I'd be that excited as, you know, because we, we talked start about Mike Davis over McKinnon, right? Half PPR. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's not, I can't, I don't think Mike Davis is going to leave the field that much. Yeah. I just, you know, that's like the one place where I'm, whereas I think Jeff Wilson's going to get carries for the 49ers. My name, Jeff. And fullback one. Use check. Oh yeah. 
pull back one. All right, we move on to uh, <laughs> the the football team and the Browns. Uh, this is my stinker of the week, I believe. If not, I'll just switch it. And yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> yeah, I had it th- this the whole time. Um, I don't think that we've seen enough from the Browns to make me think that they're good defense proof. <laughs> Or good. Agreed. Uh, Washington's defense has been a nice surprise. They get a ton of sacks. The Browns' offensive line is horrible. You know, like, I was really impressed with what, with what Washington did against Philly. I kind of put Philly's offense and the Browns' offense in the same place. You think they're going to be good. For whatever reason, it never quite looks as good as it should. And because of that, I think this game could be a little stinky, especially because the Browns' defense is also going to be able to take away what Washington's offense does well. You got Denzel Ward going up against um, Terry McLaurin. If it's not Denzel Ward, it's Greedy Williams. They got a great secondary in Cleveland. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. But we can always stream the tight end who plays the Browns. Right, and that's Logan Thomas. I, I wouldn't be scared of playing Terry McLaurin at all, by the way. I would be absolutely pumped. I just, you know, I'm not. Denzel there's Ward a reason I didn't even, shut him down. Denzel Ward hasn't even played this year, I don't think. Which I obviously knew. Uh, Logan Thomas, 12% <laughs> owned on ESPN, 30% owned on Yahoo. Uh, still? Yeah, he's still buried. I don't know. I really don't understand why. But right. uh, And then, you know, I think you could get away with either. This is one of those ones where you could probably sneak in either defense. Uh, the Browns defense, 20% owned ESPN, 23 on Yahoo. And yeah. football team is 12 on ESPN, 15 on Yahoo. So there's, there's some options there, I think, on defense. Like you said, it's going to be a sneaky one. Uh, I got to scroll down too, which is Antonio Gibson, uh, 5,500. FanDuel, still 4,700 on DraftKings. 4,700 on DraftKings. And this is a good matchup for him. Uh, he, his role is growing, and I think it's only going to continue to the grow. The Browns let up eight catches to running backs last he looked, week. He looked really good last week. I really was pretty surprised by how good he looked last week. And actually, we got another drop in this one. Uh oh. Yep. I can feel it down in my plums. Sounds like this one's Tom's. This is Tom's. This is the running back situation I wanted to compare. So we got right. Ronald Jones running back 29, right? He's he's 5,600 on FanDuel. We'll just do the FanDuel comparison because it's half point PPR. It's pretty comparable, right? For 600 measly more dollars, you can get Kareem Hunt on FanDuel. 6,200. Guess what he is? He's running back nine right now. 6,100 on DraftKings, which is also a steal. I mean, running back nine, he's a top 10 play so far. I think you should be playing him maybe every week, but definitely in this matchup. You you have a tough defensive line, so what do you do in that? You have the non-conventional, unconventional running back to Kareem Hunt. You get the ball out quick. You play the screen game. You do things like that. The Kareem Hunt is absolutely lethal in. Um, I think this is a dream matchup. I think if you're playing him in your dynasties, your redrafts, whatever, like outside of daily fantasy – He's a can't sit this week. I mean, you have him for a reason. Um, he's got such momentum that you you should feel guilty sitting him already. If you sat him last week like I did in a couple leagues, played him in a couple as well, um, you'd probably feel pretty guilty that you sat him. And I think yeah. it's time to actually feel bad about that. I think you need to be playing him. And on top of all the running back carnage, right, if you've had Kareem Hunt and you've had some carnage, I think you're still – you're in line to keep this running back nine metric up. I think by next week he could be a top five option depending on uh, how big this game gets because he's had his big games. If he has another big game, there's really not people who have put up the 20 points a week. Yeah. Is he a must start or a can't sit? <laughs> I think he's a, <laughs> he's a little bit of both. 
He's a must-start candidate. Yeah. Got to play. All right. Bengals, Eagles. Um, oh, by the way, you were right. Ward, I think it's Williams I was thinking of that was hurt. Ward okay, has Williams been playing. Okay. So him and Terry McLaurin are going to do battle this week. But it'll be interesting because they both played together at at Ohio State. They probably got a ton of reps against each other throughout Very the true. course of their lives. Very true. Bengals, Eagles, this one, real-life storylines. This is where it could really start to go sideways for the Eagles. I think it does. I believe in Joe Burrow and this offense. You know, there was a really hey, what you want Oh, I'll wait. Miles Sanders, 7,400 on FanDuel and 6,400 on DraftKings. Uh, pretty good deal considering Cincinnati <laughs> just got absolutely blasted on the ground and he got 27 uh, carries and targets combined last week. If he's going to get that big of a workload against the Bengals, giddy on up, I mean, boys. it seems like he's going to need to because he was he was the best way that the Eagles moved the ball. And Jalen Rager, week. I was I was going to scroll down for Jalen Rager until I found out that he hurt his thumb. I can't and, believe uh, uh, we're not we're not officially streaming Drew Sample. By the way, oh yeah, he's, ten targets and a half. The Eagles just have let up four touchdowns to tight ends we already never, this year. We never made an official decision. He's uh, mine for sure. It's although have, I think I just said that Mo Ali Cox would be mine. We have Sample, Logan Thomas, and uh, Mo Ali Cox. And Tom, I know that you said you were going to try and find another one as the episode went on, but. I have not seen one trickle their way onto the dock. We haven't gotten to the game yet. I was just going to go audio on that one. And he's a one percenter, a one percent owned. But I think the the move is Logan Thomas. I mean, Don, if you're scared of the cornerback matchup over there, then all that does is give credence to Logan Thomas. So I think we can all get on board with him uh, this week. Because, Scott, back to what you said, I think if you have college reps and you guys have seen each other a lot, like cornerback versus receiver, I think that edge goes uh, to cornerback. Rather than receiver, um, possibly because like but his, what's interesting too is, is the quarterback was throwing the reps too. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, but I'm cool uh, with Logan Thomas is the official. We got Minshew, Logan Thomas, and I don't think we've decided on a defense. And I see we've got Eagles, Cincinnati in there as well. So yeah, what's the yeah, deal? That is true. They and uh, I was looking. The the Bengals have given up a decent amount of sacks every week. The Eagles are kind of that type of defense. I can I could see them being the official stream. We had four out there between the Cardinals, Browns, football team, and the Eagles. So not the Colts. Uh, the Colts are way too high owned. Okay, yeah, because yeah, they've had be, good matchups three the first three weeks of the year. Got to be less than fifty yep. yeah. percent. Yep. Yeah. I, I do like Giants as just a total freebie, but I think Eagles are a good bet as well. Yeah. I think probably the Eagles too. Could we maybe get the Niners because everybody jumps ship after Bosa and no. Solomon Thomas got hurt? Okay. No. No way. Worth a shot. Okay. Most people don't react defense, whatsoever. Yeah, the best especially like most people, especially when they're playing fantasy, they, they see defense, not like Bosa and yeah. Thomas. They don't, they probably don't even know. And you draft the Niners defense so that you don't have to make a move on defense all year. Until well, they're yeah, and if week. you did, then yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, Titans just barely ineligible, but a nice matchup since Kirk sucked to high heavens last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a couple on the borderline. So, you know, mm-hmm. you could probably scour your, your league and find yeah. uh, some better options. But I think the Eagles is a good one in this one. They'll get some sacks. I must find this one, this diamond in the rough. <laughs> Very good. That's basically the drop. Uh, Raiders Patriots. The Raiders may be the most surprising 2-0 team in the league so far. No, it's the Ooh, Bears. Don't we? I guess they like to upset. 
But we are paying up, Tom. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to put like a stack out here for you. We usually don't do pay up for quarterback, but I think the Cam Newton, Julian Edelman stack is going criminally underrated right now. Cam Newton, uh, I think I brought up averaging a 30-burger before. He's also averaging a 30-burger, and he's the cheapest uh, quarterback option that's even close to that mark. Um, Crazy. Yeah, I mean, the Minshew value is nice. Cam Newton is just a little bit more expensive than Minshew. And I don't think Minshew has a 30 burger to his resume. And I think the difference is like literally $100. So yeah. I go Cam Newton, a guy who's getting two rushing touchdowns every week, yet oh, we. <laughs> peppering Julian Edelman in the process, absolutely giving the I guy. I got some stats if you want them, Tom. Go ahead. But let me say that Julian Edelman is 6,200 on DraftKings. He's cheaper wow. in the full point PPR. It's like. It shouldn't make so sense weird. for Julian Edelman. You know, I get that DraftKings goes a little lower than FanDuel, but for Julian Edelman, it shouldn't be that way. Uh, Sixty-five hundred on FanDuel, still a good deal there. Cam Newton, sixty-seven hundred dollars on DraftKings, seventy-seven hundred on FanDuel, which sounds expensive, but if you pull it out to the Thursday through Monday contests, you get some better quarterbacks in there, and like yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar, and they're in the nine thousands. And because they're both playing each other on Monday. I think you get a position separator by getting a 30-burger guy while two other 30-burger guys aren't available in your traditional contest because you're only going to be looking on that Sunday vertical. There you go. Julian Edelman, second most receiving yards in the league. He's behind Stephon Diggs and Calvin Ridley, who both have 239 yards to lead the league. Edelman's also top 10 in receptions. Doesn't have a touchdown. Or he has one. uh, Sorry. He's top 10 in targets as well. Doesn't have a touchdown yet. So he's statistically due and he's top 10 in the league in yards per reception. I think he's the only guy who's in a top 10 in all of those statistical categories aside from touchdowns. Of I also literally forgot to say Darren Waller went nuts uh, for the, Oh, sorry. Raiders. Make, yeah. For the Raiders, but they're playing the Raiders. So my bad, I was going to okay. say it gives you that slot receiver credibility, but Julian Edelman has slot receiver credibility. All right. So maybe the, so. maybe the matchup so, yeah. to watch is just who's the better slot receiver in this game, Darren Waller or Julian Edelman. I bet no that Darren Waller's price has not significantly adjusted either. I'll check on that because he played on Monday night. He might be a great deal in uh, DraftKings, full point PPR. Go. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Go for it, Tom. Uh, while you're doing that, the Patriots backfield should be a little bit muddier this week uh, with James White expected to play so far. Uh, you know, not sure what's going on with him, but I, I believe he's going to play. Cam Newton takes the touchdowns, and yeah. and they're like, they're literally on the goal line. They're not putting running backs even. They're in the putting game. a fullback in and running with Cam, and you can't blame them for that. But it's absolutely killer to all their fantasy value. Yeah, Sony Michelle yeah. especially. It hurts, but they put value on uh, on Darren Waller, so you're going to have to scroll on down. Damn he it. gave they gave him the respect. They really Just did. Go get Belichick Just go play Mike down too. All righty. Uh, Bears, Falcons. Uh, I have a plum pick for this one. Oh, so do I, actually. Oh, hold on. Actually. Two plums. Price of one. I need it. I need down at the one. farmer's market. <laughs> I can feel it down in my plums. Russell Gage. I'm all in on this guy. I love it. Uh, Turning into a red I, boy. I just. Yeah, this is the part of the season where the, um, the opponent's rank against a position is probably very deceiving the bears have played the lions without kenny galladay and the giants this week this week this year 
They're they're 25th in the league against wide receivers. They haven't faced a pass attack quite like Atlanta's, and they're playing at home in the in, indoors Atlanta, on that seems on the like turf. they're going to bring the points to everybody. Yeah. But if you're coming to them to play in their dojo, you better expect the points. Um, we don't have it labeled as a shootout, but I think, like you said. Russell Gage is becoming a Ruts boy, and, and maybe you can play him even if the game's not going to be a shootout. I don't expect this one to be too high Well, this is exactly why I picked him, because I didn't think weird. we'd pick this as a shootout. But, you know, just the way that they're using him is very unique. And, you know, Julio's a little hobbled. He didn't practice Wednesday. And if he doesn't go, I mean, it's all systems engaged. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You're welcome. Uh, my plan pick for that. Uh-huh. My plan pick is David Montgomery. Uh, there's not a lot of people that actually drafted him to be a starter because of his injury history. But I, I can't imagine you having a better option to start than him this week against Atlanta, who has been just absolutely terrible on defense. He's had an incredibly strong showing, averaging five yards per carry, and actually, I believe, like 13 yards per reception, which is an awesome number for a running back. Uh, David Montgomery, great matchup. Uh, 6,100 on FanDuel, 5,700 on DraftKings. I think he's a, he's a really good play this week. I'm in a tough spot. Like, I have... I have a team that has a lot of running back options, and I'm torn between playing him or Todd Gurley. Yeah, I I was looking at Todd Gurley too, thinking about maybe putting him down, but he got so many carries last week, and I'm not sure it's really been brought up, maybe not by us or whatever, but I mean, he had 21 carries last week, Todd Gurley. I think you take that. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 incredibly hard to bench Todd Gurley if with he's going to get twenty one carries. carries. Yeah, against anyone, especially with the state of of the NFL. Uh, and, and like we said before, um, Mitch is still only twelve percent on ESPN and eight percent on Yahoo. He's not our official stream, but I think that between uh, Fitzpatrick, Mitch, or Rivers, if Minshew's not out there, you can go with any one of those three, and they should give you a pretty solid game. Sure. All righty. Rams-Bills, a very interesting clash of styles in this one. Uh, maybe not so much with the way the Bills' pass attack has looked. Uh, Ooh, this is a got another plum. Do we really? Yeah. I can feel it down in my plums. Is this a Darrell Henderson show? No, this is a Cooper Cup. This is a classic Tom ah. Hillier uh, banner coverage avoidance. Avoiding it's been the, coverage. It's been the Robert Woods show, and I think White is going to have some say in that, in this matchup. And what are you going to have to do? You're going to have to look to your slot receivers. Higby's not really getting the work between the 20s like Cooper Cup could if they give it to him. And I think in this game they should, and I think they probably will. I think you might see some bigger plays out of Cooper Cup. I think they'll really maybe try to get him going. 6,300 on DraftKings, which is pretty cheap for a guy who could total up a lot of receptions. And 7,100 on FanDuel, which is just, you know, if you believe in me, like if you believe in him like I am or believing in me on this theory, he's worth it because he can score. And uh, we know that about Cooper Cup. We just haven't seen it yet. I think this could be the week. Yeah, I think I, I like that too, Tom. It's a very, I think it would be a great contrarian play in uh, like a like a tournament and stuff. I bet he will be very low owned, and yeah. like you said, he'll probably avoid that banner coverage and have a good chance to uh, to have a good performance because it's not like receivers have done that poorly against the Bills either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I think Josh Allen's going to bring the points, obviously. Always my MVP boy. So the Rams are going to have to keep it up on the other side. 
our um, large son. One thing to, to pay attention to, uh, large son. Is, uh, <laughs> Zach Moss uh, came up on the injury report today with a toe injury. Uh, you know how those weird turf toes and stuff can kind of linger around. And if you have Devin Singletary and he vaults into a, a you know, like a bell cow type of role, uh, that'd be pretty exciting. So just pay attention to that. If you have Devin Singletary and, and Zach Moss is out, uh, Singletary becomes a must play for me. Yeah, that 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 all of a sudden this, this becomes like a season defining moment for uh, Terry Singletary. Devin Singletary. <laughs> I call him a different name every time I try to say his name. Terry Single awful. Devin. <laughs> like literally, it was the other day. It was like seven Dingletary. <laughs> oh shit! Sure. I'm sure he never got called Dingleberry growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Texans, Steelers, uh, Texans a little desperate in this one. Uh, They're 0-2 facing a great Steelers defense at home. Um, Will Fuller, we're not sure what the status is. You can't trust him, as we said, um, week to week, especially against a defense like this. Going to be a really interesting one. Your boy Deontay Johnson, scroll down. Oh, well, I mean, let's talk about it. The man is getting the ultimate disrespect. He's getting the ultimate peppering is what it is. Yeah, he's, he's top, getting peppered. He's top three in the NFL in targets. Yeah. Top 10 in catches, top 10 in yards. Agreed. Like, and his price just does not reflect yeah. that. So I, this is 5,400 on DraftKings. Yeah, this is my this is me planting my flag until FanDuel and DraftKings respects Deontay Johnson. He will be my scroll down. Period. <laughs> until he breaks the 6,000 Until he threshold. breaks the 6,000 on both sides. Well, no, we're not going to give you that. We're just going to give him honorary status and Fine. you give us another one. Fine. I'll bring him up every time. <laughs> Don't erase it when you copy-paste the doc next we'll week. We'll leave him in there. And leave check him it. in there, we'll and I'll change sure we, the prices myself. Yeah, we'll, we'll check the numbers. But uh, <laughs> I think you're right, though. If he's going to be seeing 10-plus targets, he's, he ain't going to stay down there much longer. Yeah. I mean... We don't really have much else in this game. I think right. it's a, I think it's kind of a scary one, just because the Texans' offense really did not look that good against a, nope. a good defense in the Ravens. They're about to face another good defense here. I uh, think the Ravens are just really and it, and it's not like the the Steelers have been like blow the doors open, impressive. Like they they played against Jeff Driscoll last week and almost lost, and they played against Danny Dimes. Where I mean, it, the game really wasn't in question, but it's not like you were overly enthused about the Steelers aside from Juju after Week One. So it's not like they've been, like I said, blowing the doors off. This game could it could be less appealing from a fantasy perspective than a Texans Steelers game of. Of yeah, like past. this could be a game where, you know, James Conner and Benny Snell or Jalen Samuels combine for, you know, 35, 40 carries just because the Steelers control the clock that the defense is locked in. They can't, you know, they, they keep getting the Texans to get off the field. And so, yeah. like, it really could be one of those ugly kind of games. I got weird vibes. Great news, about this though, one. if, you know, this is exactly what people who have James Conner want to hear, because obviously after last week's performance, there's there's really not a situation, including the carnage that we continue to bring up why you wouldn't start James Conner this week. Yeah, I like James Conner in this one because uh, CEH had a nice showing in week one versus the Texans. But here's my one percenter, Darren Fells. Uh, you see Noah Fant cash in Ooh. a touchdown versus uh, Pittsburgh. Darren Fells, one percent owned. He's the starting tight end on a good team. No Will Fuller. Um, You're not been, going Jordan Aikens, Tom? I think Darren Fells has been – Nine or more the, points both games this year. Sorry? He has nine or more points in both games this year. That's the only reason I bring him up. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess you could go either, but I think Darren Fells is technically the starter. You know Fair what enough. I like to I do? I think you are right about that. You know what I like to do in situations like this, boys? 
Start like them to, both. I like to check on the little odds makers, you know. So let's see what DraftKings says about it. Aikens thirty four hundred, Fells thirty three hundred. Bastard, wow. Don, you were right. <laughs> they tipped the scales on me. You know what? I bet Aikens well, is two percent. Yeah, <laughs> I bet Aikens, Aikens, Aikens is probably one percent on two. <laughs> and I'm, I literally only said that because I have to start Aikens in a league, and I'm like feeling really bad about it. And oh, just, then like, that means Fells is going to score. Hundred yeah. percent, he's scoring three. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of scoring three touchdowns, Derrick Henry, second in the league in rushing yards, gets the Vikings this week, who just got pummeled into the earth by Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I think this is a big week for him in this Titans Vikings matchup. Uh Tanny's off the streaming radar. He got gobbled yeah. up from four touchdowns. Yeah. But I think that if you picked him up to stream him last week, you didn't have to make a pickup this week because you can nope. start Tannehill again. Absolutely. I mean both quarterbacks have had he's great a top performances. 10 quarterback right now. Too. Yeah, I, for sure. And he's been one basically since he took over yeah. as the Titans quarterback. Ridiculous. Yeah, like, we're, everybody We're about to launch uh Minshew off the radar as well. So you know, our stream of the week candidates are uh get them while they're hot because they go away. That's right. Besides Mitch, we'll always have Mitch. Complete <laughs> pun intended. This is like a Viking funeral for two of our favorite streaming quarterbacks this week. Very nice. <laughs> you know, we're just sending them off down the yeah. down the stream mm-hmm. to be, you the know, Valhalla. picked up by a by a stronger current <laughs> in Valhalla. <laughs> By the hammer of Thor. Anyway, um, Sunday night, Monday night games. This, these are two juggernaut battles. Uh, Packers, Saints. We're hoping Devontae Adams. Wait, is- I think we might have missed one. Oh, we missed a drop. I don't think we we covered Dallas and Seattle. Oh, we didn't. Good call. Which is my shootout. This one's got shootout vibes. I mean, up and down. I mean, both lineups. of these defenses got thrown all over by Matt Ryan. I, I, and, you know, you brought up those last two games that I do think those are going to be great, too. This one, I think, is going to be awesome. I mean, these these offenses can move the football. Yeah. Um, I'm also paying up for DK Metcalf. It's barely a pay up, but the, the wide receiver position outside of DeAndre Hopkins was was pretty weird this week. Uh, that A lot of the top receiving options I wasn't too excited about. And I scroll down and I find DK Metcalf at 6,500 on both FanDuel and DraftKings. I thought that that was a pretty good deal. Uh, and he's, you know, he's just been such a stud this year. And he, like I said, he did it uh, against Stefan Gilmore last week. So now he gets a softer uh, matchup. The, the rapport obviously is there and continuing to grow and grow. And I think that he is due for another monster. I know he's been like kind of ripping off these big games. It's like how many times can he continue to do that in a row? What kind of, look at the offense he plays in. As That's what they Will, have him do. As long as Wilson's throwing five touchdowns a week and, and the matchup is at least somewhat favorable. Which then it is. Like, let's start paying for DK Metcalf until he's in the seven thousands at least too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, quarterback is thirty burger a week. And he's the he's the number one target there now. I mean, I mean, him and Lockett are really one A one B, and and Wilson really does a great job of giving them both a, a nice helping of targets. Uh, but really, I mean, there's nothing, absolutely nothing to be afraid of with DK Metcalf right now. No, pay up. All right, Packers Saints. We mentioned uh, the issues with Devontae Adams. He was held out of practice on Wednesday. Uh, signs are looking okay. He did lobby to go back in the game. It was out of hand by the time. I'm terrified. Yeah, I mean, you have to have Lazard or MVS. This if- is Devontae Adams. This is what he does to us. He breaks our heart. He never plays a full season. Despite the fact that he's amazing. Terrified. 
Uh, Michael Thomas definitely will not be playing in this one. So, Scott, you had mentioned uh, Traquan Smith to me earlier. Yeah, he's got like a good a, target share against the Raiders. Yeah, I, um, I was surprised. Got the target see. share we thought Manny Sanders would get, quite frankly. And he did well with it, yeah, too. He did. You know, it's, it's, he's been there for, what, three or four years now, yep. too. So he has that uh, rapport with the system and with and hopefully with Breeze by now, too. So if, if Thomas is out and, you know, he's going to get eight targets, he's got a chance. He does. He absolutely does. Uh, I feel like, is Aaron Jones worth a start this week? Aaron Jones? Yeah. I don't know. He's joking. Yeah, I'm going to let it go silent on that. Oh, man. Let you soak in that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is uh, hopefully this game lives up to. Of course you're starting Aaron bit. Jones, Don. Yeah? Yeah. It's risky. Not at all. <laughs> what if he doesn't score three touchdowns? What if he only gets one? Then he's not the only reason you win. <laughs> like he's like, Aaron Jones is awesome. Because if you play him and he goes off, he's like the re- you win. He goes off. He doesn't yeah. get you twenty. He no. gets he you gets forty. Forty. Yeah. Not many guys in the league can do what he does. Start Some of those guys, week. however, playing Monday night Chiefs Ravens. This is a load them out game. Like I'm glad we didn't even bother any of us choosing this as our shootout of the week because we know it's going to be one. Yeah. This is this is, this is to me on par with the Chiefs Rams Monday night game that that they had a couple of years ago. Like we could see that the scores going that high. If the Ravens defense will allow it, which they're probably going to have to, because they're going against Patrick Mahomes. There's not a player in this game that you can start. And I'd be like, why are you starting him? Except for probably Byron Pringle and Demarcus Robinson. <laughs> like outside of that, like I'm pretty good with whatever. I think you've in got this options game. to over those guys too. You probably do, especially a wide receiver who didn't have the carnage that running back did. Yeah. You got, but like, I mean, I can't wait two, for this game. You got the two tight, top tight ends of the week. In this matchup, mm-hmm. you have the two top quarterbacks of the week in this matchup. Uh, you know, you have two of the top Kyrie rookie Kyrie. running backs. You have two of the top rookie running backs. This is just it's everything. Tom, Tom has a scroll down to Gus Edwards, too. I agree. He got absolutely fed last week. Sorry, Gus Edwards, 10 carries last week. If it's just going to truly be a rotation, then for the price that he costs, you may as well play Gus Edwards. It's crazy. Four Spin the wheel. $4,000 on DraftKings, $4,700 on FanDuel. And if you had to find someone for $4,000 on DraftKings to round out your lineup, just go with Gus Edwards. Who cares? It's that yep. easy. Hop on the Gus bus, baby. <laughs> I'm so hyped for this game, though, for sure. I mean, I think it's. I think this is going to be really an awesome one. CH, it's a tough matchup for him, but you got to we want to we're going to trust the overall game volume in this trust one. the catches he had last week, too. Yeah. Yeah. This Ooh. is going to be a better week. Yeah. I'm feeling more we gotta, optimistic. We're going to be healthy and strong. We're going to score touchdowns. We got to make sure fun. that we record before this game starts, by the way. I don't want to miss anything. Yeah. You know, uh, but we will see you after this game, after that Monday night classic in the making ends uh, on Tuesday to recap, hopefully a lighter injury week than Please. week two. <laughs> Please. Is it so much to ask in this Dog shit pile over here. Take another one like, like that. Like we like no. We might not have CMC, Saquon, Adams, Julio, and Michael Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fun for anybody. Yeah. And we are we're and we're out most dirt. Yeah, yeah half the most dirt. Cortland Sutton, Tevin Coleman. Like 
Hey, you know like, what? Most we're almost at an hour at this episode. Mostert's kind of a buy low right now, actually, because his injury. Mostert could play next week, and it's a, his injury is apparently way better than Tevin Coleman, so he might even yeah. be in for yeah. more reps when he comes back, more more rushes. Fingers tightly crossed for that. All right, we will uh, we will assess everything, and we will get back to you on what you need to do to uh, continue your dominance of your league that you're hopefully experiencing right now. We will see everybody on Tuesday. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at RutsFF. You will see our 30 Burger Thursday post there today and our Man Catch Monday, obviously on Monday. Thank you all very much for listening. Like I said, we will see you Tuesday. Keep scoring.